Welcome to episode five. I'm Eric. And I'm Lee. And together we're Bourbon Departed. So Lee, you were able to score a sit down with a with a newer brand while you're in Alabama. Yes. Yes, yeah, this is a new brand. It's Mercy Spirits. And the first product that came out was this double rye uh, number six, recipe number six, basically. Okay. And this has only been on the shelf in Alabama since last September, I believe. So it is still tough to get. Right. Um, it's all of the state. You can get it throughout the state. Um, and a little bit on the far west side of Florida and the Panhandle. So it it's really new. I haven't seen much on it. I haven't seen any reviews so far. So I reached out to to the owner, the founder, the, through the IG page, and I and I got to meet with Gavin Poole okay. in Birmingham. Cool. So Gavin, a pretty sweet dude. Oh yeah, this he was he was very welcome, uh, very helpful open book and and what is going on here is loves whiskeys loves rise gins and he worked with southern distilling out of north carolina and in 2018 when he founded mercy spirits which is under fa pool and co and i'll explain the fa pool and co okay. um, more but so mercy so they spirits. do a couple they do a couple spirits not just bourbon right he's looking to have something down the road so you will know mercy spirits is not just this double rye okay. okay um it will be possibly um not even a whiskey but that's that's to be determined right but this one is number six uh, 2018 he gets barrels laid down at southern distilling and he waits it out and what he did was is he got them to do a it's a double mash bill. So there's the first mash bill, okay, is a 95 rye to a five barley. And then the second mash bill is 51 rye, 39 corn, and 10 barley. Now, that first mash bill makes up two-thirds of what's in there. The second mash bill makes up one-third of what's in there. Gotcha. And so... What happens is everything made out there at Southern in North Carolina, they, they source their grains from a no more than like a 20 mile radius. Oh, wow. That's cool. They are very grain to glass. They, uh, you can check their website, gorgeous page, tons of information, and they will work with new brands that want to come up with something and they keep it private and, and they, they have master distillers and, Mash, they'll do a custom mash bill for you, or you can pick what they got and uh, you can do your thing with it. So that's what Gavin did is he invested, he got right. the barrels, weighted it out, and um, then those barrels, when they were done, they went back to where he's at in, 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 who, in uh, I'm sorry, Birmingham. The barrels came back to Birmingham, and then he ends up um, blending them, and they end up being uh, proofed down in Birmingham and bottled there. What's the number six for? So he had done several tastings and several combos. Oh, okay. You know, and came up with this. And, and this, this is like is, the sixth this is, combination, if you will. Um, I believe because it's a double, if I get this right, I believe there was three doubles 
attempted and this was the third double so it was a six you know okay i think that's if i'm understanding that uh properly so and i do hope the next time i go up there i have more time with him i do want to have a real uh you know recording like we're doing now i'm hoping to have him here he just didn't have the time that'd be interesting i was lucky to i was lucky to get uh the, the half hour 45 minutes he was which it sounds like you got a, a lot of cool stuff. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I got a lot, a lot. Of, he, like I said, he's everything's transparent about this brand. He's a uh, this um, this brand. This this Mercy Spirits is about adventure. He wants this, uh, as it's said, as as terroir. The environment makes up the spirit. So he wants this thing to be. A, uh, and you can see his website, Mercy, uh, his website that it's very adventure driven. He's an outdoor guy. You know, we were talking today, even before this, to confirm some things, and he was out skiing. So, (laughs) and he's getting back with us. Yeah, Um, but the mercy part—that is, it starts all there. And and people wonder what the mercy is. It's not like uh, have mercy, you know, forgiveness. This is mercy was comes after his great great grandparents. So two two grades ago. Yeah. So he's he's fifth generation to the beginning of what I'm about to oh, state. Wow. Yeah. And then his kids are the sixth. So right. he has this great, great grandparents that want to have a new adventure in New Zealand. So they leave new they knew they leave England. They lived in Scotland, but they left from this port in England. Um they're from Edinburgh, and they take this ship called Queen of the Mercy. It was a new ship. It was supposed to be fast. It sounded like high tech back in the day. Totally sailing. Only, you know, just by wind. Oh, yeah. Only by wind. 1800s. Yeah, only by wind. So this thing, 1862, it takes its first voyage, Queen of the Mercy, to get immigrants to New Zealand. And there's a mutiny on board. Captain almost dies. (laughs) They make it to port four months later. What could be so upsetting about driving Uh, around a... uh a boat full yeah. of, you know, spirits. And then this, like the waves are 20 feet and you're in sa- and you're waiting for wind to move. You. Yeah. Uh, so it ends up making it to New Zealand and those guys that mutinized, uh, they ended up being charged and imprisoned. Uh, but the captain did survive his injuries. And so they finally set back minimal crew. They got back to London or back to England area and um, they squared themselves away. And that's when, Gavin's great great grandparents get on Queen of the Mercy in 1863, and for four months they traveled on their way to New Zealand. Now, you know the mutiny happened on the first voyage. Right. The second voyage, they cross the equator, the cargo shifts, and this thing starts taking on water. Oh snap! <laughs> so they correct that, and they finally get this these immigrants large. You Can you see, imagine? Oh, it's, you're probably... Like wooden ship, 1800s. Yeah, you, you're supposed to have the faith you're making it to another piece of land. You've never even seen it. Yeah, it's not like the Coast Guard exists where you can no. be rescued. No Google Earth to say, oh, I know it's out there. Yeah. So they make it to New Zealand and his family, his great-great-grandparents. Now, his great-great-grandparents end up having his great-grandfather, F.A. Poole. So... F.A., he's born in New Zealand, loves adventure like his parents, right? And he's like, I'm going to get on a ship, and I'm going to go to South Africa for adventure and new life. 
Now his parents, obviously, I mean, they didn't, they're like, I just survived, yeah. you know, this other thing. I'm not getting it. They probably never and got on another New ship. New Zealand's beautiful. Yeah. Like, why like, you they probably never there? got on another ship. You yeah, know, I wouldn't doubt it. They probably told him like, you know how bad this might be. <laughs> but his distance was like half the distance they went, you yeah. know, so he was probably at sea for like two and a half months. Only. Right. But he ends up making it to South Africa and he starts this, he starts uh, at the advice of someone he met on the boat. He must have been, a, you know, a cool dude. People must, you know, like chat with him and stuff because he ends up hearing, well, probably the smartest thing I need to do when I get to New, to South Africa is I'm going to become a blacksmith. And so he does. He takes on that trade and he ends up being this professional in horseshoeing and trimming the hooves and just, you know, the farrier uh, business. Right. Now, uh, he's entrepreneurial. He's skilled. You know, it's a true trade. And then he has Gavin's grandfather. And now his grandfather ends up transitioning the business from this, the horse and hooving and, and carriages over because technology and those, the, the you know, change in transportation. Yeah, yeah. There was a transition and he ends up making tr- a truck bodies business. Okay. So F.A. Pool over there was known for making truck bodies, okay? And he and then Gavin's dad was born, and then he was in the truck body business, and he was around all this manly stuff, making things and using their hands and being skilled and entrepreneurial and, you know, making their own money. And here's Gavin. So Gavin doesn't do the truck body thing. He ends up actually spending some time in North Carolina, and that's how... It's just, I don't know if it's coincidental or if he just, you know, I, you know, using Southern distilling, but it, there is a connection between him and the Carolinas. Right. So he's not, Gavin's not doing truck bodies, but what he did was, is he, that was such an impression on him that F.A. Pool and Co. from uh, South Africa, he ends up creating uh, F.A. Pool and Co. in the United States as his foundation for Mercy Spirits. Gotcha. Okay. So... I talked to him about this bottle because it stands out. When you, yeah, I haven't really seen any bottles. No, tall, skinny, and no, no. And so everything is so cool. The label, the bottle, it all has meaning. So what's going on here is the slim, the slim uh, shape with this. I mean, you can see how much how much heavy glass is on the bottom. This is a base, a serious base, and you have this little tiny neck. So this goes back to traveling on a ship. Small neck, harder to break. Oh. Keeps the base. It wants to stay it wants to right. stay flat. So, bottle meaning that's mercy, pretty cool. right? Label is to represent a a yes. ticket, like a ticket you're going to buy to get on the ship. If you were to check into that oh, ship, you're going to have a ticket like you know, that. It has a ship on the front. And it has too. Mercy on there. A yeah. very, yeah, you can, Mercy had, uh, what is there, like four, yeah, four sails, four, I've seen seen pictures that are allegedly the Mercy. It was long, it had, you know, several uh, sets of sails. And so you'll see on here, this label tells you a ton. It's, it is small batch. It is, and he believes in the terroir, which is bringing your environment into your spirit. Right. Okay. And I, what I seen more terroir related to uh, grape environments and wine. But in this sense, he's saying 
the terroir of this mercy spirit number six, this double rye, is adventure. It's 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 the FA pool spirit of doing something new, leaving your comfort right. zone, staying active, staying healthy, and uh, that's and neat he, that they, he could bring all that basically family history and stuff yeah. into you know this this brand of spirits. Yeah, yeah know, the bottle cool. and. You know, I got to sample it. I know you haven't had this. So, and again, right. we have a, a second episode where you haven't sampled something yet. And uh, it's not normal we do that. But I really want to see your reaction because this double rye. Now, I talked to Gavin and he he's not a sommelier. He's not, he's not an expert on in a, every flavor. You know, he just knows what he likes. He knows when it's yeah. a home run. And this has a very unique and i almost it's not like it you think double rye i don't think it's predisposing my mind but it really feels i'm not trying to predispose you but i want you to concentrate see if you feel there's actually a separation because i really do think there is because it is interesting how they blended this thing proofed it just perfectly in birmingham and knowing the outcome it is unique okay it is unique i'm excited you want you want to nose it yeah, let's nose it. And we have no notes on uh, what we're to expect here. It's easy to nose. Maybe some fruits, like fruity or... Do you get the, like the cooking spices? Do you get the... Yeah. Reminds me of like baking spices. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the fruit now for you. Um, kind of like a like a apricot smell type of. It could be, yeah. I mean, do you there is a sense of sweet and spice right on the nose. But right? I think more sweet than spice, but you can. It's together. Yeah, they married together pretty well. You want to taste it? Mm, yeah, I'm excited to see you. Yeah, there's oh. the fruit. It's neat. It hits you. It's like it's spicy up front, and then like it very quickly mellows out. Yeah, it's sweet. It's uh, it depends on like what you've maybe had that day or having your palate already. My first time was because I really needed to know what it tastes like before I met with him. You know, mm-hmm. and I sampled it. I mean, this is our only bottle. You can see how much has been used on that. This is it. Um, I opened that in, in Alabama to know what it tasted like. And I, my first time, um, I felt like it was a spice and then it just, ple- it gave you a, it gave you this, uh, a kind of a, a punchy spice. And yeah. then it, then it just, it, it rewarded you with sweetness afterwards. Yeah. It kind of like a peak and then you kind of just went. Yeah. And the, the peak is super fast. Yeah. And then, uh. It, it rewards you. you out. You yeah. get rewarded yeah. later. Yeah, real quickly. <laughs> now we let now actually so we had this aired out for a little longer because the last time I, I, I sipped this, I had it was straight pour, a little swirl and straight pour, but we let this air a little bit. So maybe when you do that, what happened to me is I actually got sweetness before the spice and then sp- sweetness after. Hmm. Again, this time around. Yeah, 
but the fruit, yeah, apricot, yeah, I agree, totally agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah a lot of apricot. The apricot's pretty, pretty strong mm-hmm. in flavor. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. So, yeah, let me let me test this one more time. Yeah, the apricots. Yeah, so tell tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you feel the same way, but. When I initially taste it, like it it punches you with the the rye, like the spice, um, immediately rewards you with you know like a, a sweeter apricot, maybe maybe mild spice or like I don't know baking spices. It's hard to describe, but then then that tapers off really quickly into just a small lingering like spice, like your mouth's warm. Just uh, I don't know. It kind of sits with you for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, the end. It will. It will. It, the end and the and what will stick around is the warmth. Yeah. The spice warmth will remain throughout. Like, I'm curious. Did you when you first? Because this has been open for a little bit now, right? How mm-hmm. long? How long have you had it open? When did you crack it? Um, over a month. So, it. You know, I. It's possible that because I had the first crack. Um. I drank it out of this proper glass neat. And I think when they're, when it's cracked initially, like the hot, it's hot. I didn't have sweet in the beginning when I first had this. Today's the first day I've had it where a little sweetness, then the hot spice came in and it went sweet again. And then it goes and spice remains. Hmm. So possibly being open for a month, uh, you're not experiencing exactly. Yeah. Uh, actually, I like this uh, more now. Really? Yes, because I'll tell you what, it shocked me uh, the first time I had it. I was like, where is this going? Because, you know, you enjoy the rise. Right. I'm working my way in still. This is probably the most forward tasting apricot mm. bourbon I've ever had so far. So, Have you ever had... You ever called out like an apricot in a rye though? Have you been able to? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Usually you don't, right? Yeah. It's usually more like overpowerly, mm-hmm. overpowerly, overpowering in spice and stuff. Right. But, um, right. Know, it's, it's a good flavor. I like it. I like, I like the whole, uh, the game it plays with you, you know, the punch up yeah. front reward you and then it tapers off into just a, you know, a warmth. That is a good, good. that's a good terminology for the game because it's, it does. I think it has a timeline. It's, and it's consistent. It's going to do the same thing. Like, and I get it. It's fun. It's exciting. And I mean, that's the whole spirit of the brand. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I wonder if Gavin kind of like, you know, saw that out when he ultimately came to this exact mash bill. I, believe so because of it having being number six mm. you know we had a number one eh, number two eh. right um and i asked him i go uh and i love to do this with the, you know the people that are in charge of these companies that have pretty much everything's at their disposal right yeah they're frugal they're not silly with their property you know their inventory but if you are a you own something like this right you're going to have access to however many you want you and i can't even get another mercy in the state we have to drive you know pretty far right right so i said hey in your bar 
what are we, are you drinking mercy? Like all the time, is there just something just is mercy just like water there? Cause I always wonder if I owned one of these things, this is it just going to, yeah, be if like, you have your own yeah, stuff, stop. I'll take my vitamins down with it, you know? <laughs> so he says that, and he sent me a picture. So he's, he's got this bar, he's got a home bar and, uh, there is a decanter all the time full of mercy uh, number six, right? So number six, always in a decanter and he'll go through just like anybody, right? Yeah. He loves his product to death and he'll go th- weeks on it. Yeah. You'll fight to the ends of the earth. For yeah. It. He'll go through weeks on that and then he'll, you know, jump over to something else he knows he likes too and give his palate a break. But he does his decanters constantly full of number six too. Uh, it is his go-to. That's the center of, of attention. Cool. And I appreciate that, you know. Well, I think we should, I don't know about you, maybe we should toss it on ice and see how that, you know, changes the flavor and yeah, just continue yeah. talking about Good idea. the spirit. Yeah. some ice to this and see if it changes the flavors anyway. Yep. All right. Apricot right off the bat. It dulls down the uh the spice up front. The hit yeah, the, the initial hit. I feel like it blends the flavors together, together better. I sense a little bit of a more of a creamier smoothness. Yeah. You? I can, yes, definitely. And I can taste more of the caramel. Like I taste the caramel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the caramel's coming out. Not a big fan of always doing this, but this was a great idea. One of our big supporters was pushing for us to yeah. transition to I mean, adding, I see why. Like it definitely yeah. changes. Like you can enjoy something neat and then you toss some ice in it and it just changes everything. Yeah, so this is at a perfect uh, 91 proof. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can proof it down with a little ice. It's not going to yeah. take it. I don't know if that's going to drop below 80. I don't know. What do you think? No. Stays in the 80s probably? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is bottle 01574. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was meeting with Gavin in downtown Birmingham, he had, by thank God, he had not taken a bottle, a certain one bottle to a bourbon uh, show like a, he was showcasing his product somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think it was like bourbon down, like bourbon fest or something cool like that. And he ended up gifting us. What is that number? That's zero, 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 five, four, right? Isn't that five, four? Yeah. So we have one of the under first 100 ever 
That's cool. Bottled. That's really nice. Mercy number That's six. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, it's actually signed. Oh, cool. Um, that was supposed to go to Bourbon Fest, and that will stay on the stave shelves. And That's really yeah. neat of him. That's really cool that he oh, yeah. would gift us something like that. Thank God that thing accidentally got left behind <laughs> because <laughs> and we got it. This is enjoyable. I do like it. I mean, I know we're we're mostly bourbon fans, but I'm I'm excited to uh, you know try his other spirits. I think that you could have a new drinker try this with this ice. Now that I think about it, they'd probably be hooked. They'd be like, "What is that?" Yeah, someone that's not necessarily a fan of rye. Yeah, and, and is new, yeah, new to bourbon. They're gonna be like, "What on earth am I drinking? This is amazing." Yeah, it's it's definitely a smoother. I don't want to say creamy, but like it added cream, like it somehow became creamier with this ice. I, it's, it's enjoyable. I like the apricot is still probably the the forefront flavor. Yeah, yeah. But um, and you know, I didn't. I really did not picture apricot upon cracking that a month ago. Not until now. I um, I think it's neat that I wasn't really able to pick up those other flavors like caramel and um stuff like that until which are so common yeah, yeah 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 and maybe it just had to do a lot with the way it hits you at first you mm-hmm. know and i don't know but it's it's a good spirit it's good man i like it yeah it was a good combo man that blend um it it's unique i don't think we have any double rise in our collection right i don't think so no. i think this is the first double rye we've had yeah yeah, so no home run with that, and I wish we can. Uh, hopefully, sometime in the future, we can sit down with Gavin and have like a a legit, you know, podcast interview. Right, sipping um, it with us. Yeah, I'm I excited. Know. To I'm, I'm looking forward. Sounds like a pretty sweet dude. Yeah, I, 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 I almost wish I set the equipment up earlier because it was a time constraint thing. And I, um, but thank God, the guy's an open book. Plenty of information right off the bat was able to provide for this show. Uh, but I do want to have him uh, speak about it because he's passionate. Yeah, it's fun to listen to. Yeah, implore you guys to go out and pick yourself up a bottle and see if you taste the same stuff or yep. if you taste anything different. Um, you know, hit us up on our website or Instagram or something and and let us know what you think about it. Yep.